guys because, okay, we were supposed to have had conference in April. And then conference got changed to May. And then conference got changed to now. And I can tell you that that is God's plan because every step of the way, God's like, hmm, I'm gonna give you a little bit more. And I'm gonna give you a little bit more. And then that thing that you weren't sure about, I'm gonna make you sure about this. And so I've been like bubbling up with this. So I'm just like super excited right now. Ah, okay. So if you grab your Bibles, Open them up to Mark chapter five. And if you have a digital Bible, then click over to Mark chapter five. We're gonna read verse 25. Ready? Here we go. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Say 12 years. Oh, Jesus. Mm. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized the power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, be here. This is your house. This is your conference. These are your words. These are your daughters. Speak today. In Jesus' name, amen. See, I knew what I was gonna speak about in conference, and then I was listening to the radio. Well, not radio, Spotify, right? And I'm like, okay listening to music, putting my makeup on, and then this song comes on, and I'm like, whoa. Because when I knew the conference title was Collide, anytime I heard the word collide, I was like, oh, collide, oh, collide. Right, Trey? Trey knows, you hear it collide, you're like, oh my goodness, this is for conference, right? And that was the moment I was in my room putting on my makeup, and the song, The Hurt and the Healer, by Mercy Me came on, and there's a line in the chorus that says, when the hurt and the healer collide. And I was like, whoa, that is awesome. So I went to Trey, and I'm like, Trey, there's this song, and it says, when the hurt and the healer collide, and it's so cool. And then Trey goes, I think you're supposed to preach about that. And I'm like, I think I am, yeah. And what I had planned, I'm like, nope, for another day. This is what I'm supposed to preach about. So today we're gonna learn about when the hurt and the healer collide. So let's talk about the hurt, physically hurt. Once upon a time at kids camp, I thought I was invincible, right? And um, all right, let's just be real. Uh, there was like the baby stage that came off the big stage, right? So it's kind of like, like big stage the baby stage, and so I'm like, all right, I was in a lip sync battle, 
true story to Mulan's, you know, somehow I'll make a man out of you. And I'm like, oh, I got this. Oh, I'm going to take this. I'm going to win this lip sync battle. No problem. Put my lightsaber on the stage because I needed to be epic. And so I'm like, yes. I got up there, it was my turn, and I'm like, time is racing toward us, except I was lip singing, so I was like, <laughs> right, it was so good, and then we got to the end of my verse, and I'm like, dramatic finish, this is where I win this. And so I had my lightsaber, and I was like, I'm going to ninja kick off this stage. So I did did and I like jumped in the air kicked fell on said leg that I kicked and then I had a Bambi moment when you know Bambi was first learning how to walk and my knee was like Wah! right and on impact I'm like oh, I'm hurt right and then I'm like I'm too far away I can't stand so then I like jump off that leg I'm like ah and then jump off that leg ah and then I finally made it and then I sat and I'm like oh man I'm out I'm out it's over. And like, I couldn't even cry because I have a room of like 400 kids. I'm like, nope, don't cry. You're good. You're good. And so then I kept cheering on the other guy who I was battling against. I'm like, give it up for Mr. Cruz. Yeah, he's doing so good. Mm. And the whole time they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, I can't walk or stand. So therefore, I, I was hurt. Some big physical hurt, ended up tearing my ACL, both menisci, learned there were two because I tore them both, had a ACL reconstructive surgery last year, crutches for a good five-ish months. Um, so if you ever think about jumping off a stage, don't do it. It's not worth it, okay? So physically hurt. Let's look at our, our, our lady in the story here. Let's see what kind of hurt she had. It says, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. All right, I'm just saying it. Can we keep it real? Mm. 12 hours and I'm done, right? Okay. 12 years? Nope. I don't think so. Okay. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors. Aren't doctors supposed to help you? So this lady's like, hi, doctor. I'm hurt. And the doctor's like, well, this is what we're going to do with you today. And then she's like, cool. I'm still not better. Oh, that's okay. Give me my money. And so she's like, fine. Okay, I'll pay you. And then she goes to this other doctor and she's like, okay, doctor, can you help me? And this doctor's like, of course I can help you. What do you think? Let's see. What's wrong with you today? Well, if I knew what was wrong with me, why would I come to you? I don't know. So anyway, pay me because I talk to you. And then so she's like, fine, I'll pay you. So she goes to doctor after doctor after doctor after doctor. And she has no money left. So she has spent all of her money. She has been bleeding for 12 years. She's weak. She's breathless. She can hardly walk. And now she can't even pay to get nourishing food for her body. So she's pretty hurt. So maybe you're here today and you're saying my body's hurting too right? Maybe there's a migraine headache that you had been just fighting with for years. Or maybe there's a sciatic nerve, right, Miss Lisa? Mm, Jesus, right? You know, we don't know. Maybe it's not looking good. Or maybe someone you know is hurt physically and you're like, I'm just going to stand with them. I'm just going to stand with them for their physical healing. So physical healing, 
now relationally hurt. All right, high school story time. So in high school, junior, uh, junior in high school, there was a guy, liked him a lot. And, um, and so then I was on my way home for lunch because I had an open class beforehand. And I'm like, I'm just going to go home, eat my lunch. It's going to be so good. But on my way out of school to go to lunch, I saw the guy that I liked kissing my friend. And I was like, oh, how could you? I mean, like my crush crushed me, right? And so I got home and I'm like, oh need some Jesus right now. And so I got in my room, put on my Nicole Nordman CD, sat by my bed, and I was like, Jesus, I need you now. And then it gets to this part, because I was 16, so I'm like, Nicole, you wrote this part for me. And so it says, only 16, life is so mean. I'm like, you sing it, girls, mean. What kind of curfew is at 10 p.m.? And I'm like, I don't actually have a curfew because I don't really go anywhere. Anyway, you saw my mistakes and you watched my heart break. I'm like, broken, Jesus. Heard when I swore I'd never love again. I'm like, I'm not really going to go that far, but okay. And when I was weak, unable to speak, still I could call you by name. And I said, heartache healer, secret keeper, be my best friend. And you said, I am. And I tell you, it didn't sound that good because I was like, and, and he said, I, I am. Right? Because like, you know, like when you cry and sing, it doesn't sound that good. But when you ugly cry and sing, mm, making a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Preach it, JL. What? Oh, anyway, I had to, I had to, I had to. All right. So what was, what was our, our, our lady's story in Mark? Was she a wife? Was she a mom? What was her role in the community? Was she somebody's best friend? Was she responsible for making the enchiladas in the neighborhood, right? And now ever, nobody has enchiladas anymore. You know, whatever she was, she wasn't now for the past 12 years. She couldn't go back home. She was kicked out of her community. She wasn't allowed there. She had to go live in the community with all the other hurt people. Maybe you've been hurt by a boyfriend or a husband or a family member or a friend or somebody who was supposed to fight for you, somebody who was supposed to stand up for you. But now, instead of standing up for you, instead of fighting for you, you feel like they are pushing you down and they're fighting against you and they've been hurting you, relationally hurt, emotionally hurt. My story, guys, and it's something, you know, Pastor April, she said it, you know, it's something that we're working through. It's something that I'm still working through. Some, you know, looking in the mirror and that low self-esteem. I used to look in the mirror and say, all right, it's as good as it gets gonna get today. Mm, girl, <laughs> Jesus, like I seriously used to pray, Lord, let nobody see me today. Can I just please be invisible? ever pray that prayer? Mm. And then that's the time where the Lord's like, I'm going to use you today. <laughs> right? And you're like,
like, Jesus, that wasn't the deal. And so, but I tell you, I struggled with that low self-image for sure. I mean, right now I have a, a, a little plaque thing right next to my mirror and it's Proverbs 31:25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and can laugh <laughs> at the days to come. And so I have that now reminder whenever I, those thoughts try to come in my mind, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm clothed with strength and dignity. And I look good in strength and dignity, right? Amen. So what is our lady's story? Well, according to Leviticus, Chapter 15, verse 25, it says, when a woman has a discharge of blood for many days at a time other than her monthly period or has a discharge that continues beyond her period, she will be unclean as long as she has the discharge just as in the days of her period. So she's unclean. Whatever she touches is unclean. Whoever she touches is unclean. In fact, she has to walk down the street if she so dares to leave her hurt community. And she has to tell everyone around her that she's unclean. Because if she even bumps into somebody or accidentally touches somebody or accidentally touches like, oh, whoops, I touched that table. Now that table's unclean. So she had to walk around saying, unclean, 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 unclean. Can you imagine walking through a town and saying, unclean, I'm unclean. Don't come near me, I'm unclean. And if you say something long enough, she's been saying unclean for 12 years. It starts to become who you are. And so she started believing that she is unclean, that she's not worthy, that it's just nothing for her. There's no plans for her. You ever felt that way? You ever felt like you were unclean? Or that others were looking at you like you were unclean? And you're like, you don't even know my story. But they think they know your story and so they're like, ah, uh-uh, that girl, unclean. Don't go near her, unclean. Maybe we think we're unclean and we carry that guilt, that shame, that anger, that bitterness inside of us, emotionally hurt spiritually hurt. My story never felt like I belonged in the church that I grew up in. See, I was that one kid who actually loved Jesus. I'm just being real today, okay? All right? Mm. No, we had a new family come to the church, and they had some girls, and those girls were told by another girl, don't talk to JL, she's weird because those girls like talking about boys and what they could do and hey, and that, I wasn't about that, right? I'm the, uh, I'll be the weird one for Jesus any day, okay? And so I was, I was definitely hurt and I, and I carried that hurt and it turned into an insecurity kind of hurt. And then, and then whenever I'd go into church, I'd think, what, what are people saying about me, you know? And it's like, People would gather together and you're like, they're talking about me. I know it, right? But they're not. They might be talking about something else, but you think they're talking about you. And and that's why Hannah, when Hannah was up here and she gave her her sermon, because she preached, she totally preached, she was there and I, I just looked at my mom. I'm like, mom, she's preaching the message. 
Hurt in the church, yeah. Who's been hurt in the church? I've been hurt in the church, for sure. Okay, it's, it's the, the lady in our story, she was hurt in the church too, because she was unclean, so she couldn't go into the temple. She wasn't allowed to, because remember, she's unclean, so how can someone unclean go into the holy of holies? She can't, she's unclean. So what's our story? Have you been hurt in the church? I think, you know, Miss Trey said it perfectly. Church isn't perfect. People in the church aren't perfect. I mean, even Mary Poppins is not perfect. She's only practically perfect in every way, right? She's only practically, like she's not even really perfect. Almost there. But even Mary Poppins, she isn't practically. Have you been hurt in the church because of burnout? The church hurt me, they used me, they abused me, they didn't appreciate me, I will never serve in a church again. I'm done, I'm never gonna serve in a church again. But the thing is, burnout can make for some crispy Christians, right? Because you're like, "Uh uh-uh, I've been burned. Nope, done, 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 spiritually hurt. See, we can't rely on our churchianity. We need to rely on our relationship with God. So who is God, he is our healer. And all I can think of is that, that old school Don Moen song, right? I am the God who healeth thee. I am the Lord, your healer. He is, that is who he is. You know, I love this. I had this revelation yesterday. It was so cool because I'm like, I want to read through my notes. And then my mom was getting a haircut. And, and she's like, what is all that ruckus going on inside the house? Because I was like, yes, amen. And I was like yelling and screaming. And then my mom's like, but the Dodgers are playing at night. What's going on? And I'm, she's like, what are you doing? Tomorrow? I'm preaching to myself, mama. And so <laughs> let, let me share what I was preaching to you. Mark 5, 27, when she heard about Jesus, done done. When she heard about Jesus, when she heard about Jesus, when was that time when you heard about Jesus? Jesus, oh Jesus, his reputation preceded him. His reputation is trusted. She heard what he had done before and she trusted that he would do it again. See, life with me is like living in a musical, okay? I always think of songs like, that's a song and that one too. Do It Again by Elevation Church. If you have not listened to it yet, listen to it because there is a part in that, the bridge where it says, I've seen you move, you move the mountains and I believe I'll see you do it again you made a way where there was no way and I believe I'll see you do it again he's gonna do it again if Jesus healed then Jesus can heal today and Jesus can do it again he is the same yesterday today and forever this is who Jesus is Jesus is our healer who hallelujah he is our healer so yes give him some glory who Jesus hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd. She came up behind him in the crowd because she knew she got caught touching Jesus. 
she's dead. It's over. Because she can't touch him. Because if, if her defilement touches him, she's defiled him. You, you, you get that? Like, if she touches him, he is no longer clean. He's unclean. Just like she is unclean, her hurt would make him hurt. Verse 28, because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Her faith was strong. It was stronger than she thought. I mean, she didn't even say, like, you know, she proclaimed, if, you know, when I touch his clothes. No, she said, she thought, well, it's worth a try. It's, it's worth a try. What, what have I got to lose? I've been sick for 12 long years. I am weak. I can barely walk. I can barely breathe. I have no money. I have no family. I have nobody. So I've got to try this one because his reputation precedes him. And I've heard about him doing something before. So why won't he do it for me? So she had a choice to make. She had a choice. She her choice was to collide with the healer. Mm. Jesus, our healer, our physical healer, our relational healer, our emotional healer, our spiritual healer. Jesus paid for everything on the cross once and for all. See, thing is, salvation is not just, I receive Jesus, mm, going to heaven. No, salvation, that word there, sozo, means salvation, but it also means healing healing. So when you say, yes, Jesus, I surrender my life and I follow you. Healing is part of that. Healing is part of that. Isaiah 53, 5, for he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins, beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. And then I love me some 1 Peter 2, 24. Mm -mm -mm. Yes. By his wounds, you have been healed. You were healed. See, that's part of that salvation package. That's part of that salvation package. That healing is ours to claim. We can claim that healing and say, I'm healed, right? I am healed. I am whole from the top of my head to the soles of the tips of my toes. David Ingalls fans, no? Told you. Musical, living with me. Mm, amen. Ask my mom. We sing all the time. So we have the hurt and we have the healer. when the hurt and the healer collide. We have a choice. Do you want to collide with the healer or not? Yes. It's up to you. He's not going to force the collision. He's not going to be like, you will collide with me. And no, he's not going to do that. <laughs> you know, if you want to keep your hurt and nurture it, Preach it. all right, Preach it. okay. You want to do that? Fine, right? All right. Ouch, I'm hurt. Mm, pet that hurt. Ouch, I'm hurt. Mm, ow, oh, it's okay. It's okay, girl. Mm, oh, it's okay. Mm, it's okay. It's okay that you're hurt. Uh-uh, no, what's your choice? Right? Okay, I talked about being on crutches. Five months and then some. Walking around, right? I couldn't even walk. I was like this. I was like crutches, crutches, crutches. Hate them hate them. My foot hurts. My hips hurt. Pretty sure my body's out of alignment. Five months. 
And then I graduated and I was like, I can walk a little bit. Oh, I can walk a little bit. Yep, we're good. But here's the thing. I probably could have gotten off the crutches sooner, but I wasn't strong enough yet. I also was afraid because I didn't want to get hurt again. You walking around on some crutches today? Because you don't want to get hurt again? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I know. I served in children's ministry before, right? Oh, I hear you. Mm, I know, and I could say it because I'm in children's ministry. Hey. And if you'd like to join, we love you. Come on. Come on. There's some babies being born in the house, nursery workers. Jesus. Huh? Amen. So I've been hurt before serving. I don't want to get hurt again serving. I was burned before serving. I don't want to get hurt again, but you don't understand. I was hurt in a relationship before. I don't want to get hurt in a relationship again. I just want to hold on to this hurt because, because this is where I'm comfortable. Yeah, I know, I know I'm hurting myself and I know I'm crippling myself, but, but that's okay because, because I'm cool and I'm comfortable and I'm just going to keep going like that. What's her story? Let's look at her story, verse 27. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak, boom, collision. She collided with the healer with a piece of string, okay? The hem of his garment, right? Like, it wasn't like this big old, like, robe and she's like grab the robe no the hem of his garment little tiny strings okay little tiny strings hanging and she's sneaking through because she already views herself as the lowest of the low so she's already low sneaking through i'm just gonna get there i'm just gonna get there i'm just gonna get there and if i just just touch it just And then at that touch, at that collision, check out what happened to her. Verse 29, immediately, immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering immediately, immediately, immediately. Jesus, Jesus. And then further on, at once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? And the disciples are like, you crazy, Jesus, because there's like a whole mess of people around you, and they're all bumping up against you. It's like leaving Disneyland after the fireworks. Everybody's all up in everybody's business, right? And Jesus says, no, you guys, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to know who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, she knew she was healed, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. Boom, emotionally healed. Physically healed, emotionally healed. If you need a vent to somebody, right, go to the throne before you go to your phone, hey, right? Anyway, moving on, verse 34. 
she said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. I don't know if you caught that first part. So Jesus, Jesus just chilled with this lady sat with her. Actually, he was probably here, and she was probably like, like here, right? She's like, got to tell you, here's what's going on. And she told him everything. She told him every physical hurt. She told him every spiritual hurt. She told him every emotional hurt. She told him every relational hurt. She told him everything. And after that, Jesus called her daughter. I don't think you heard what I said. I said Jesus called her daughter. Daughter. Okay, okay. Someone who had to walk around for 12 years saying, unclean, unclean, unclean. Don't touch me because I'm no good. And Jesus goes to her and says, "Uh uh-uh. Touched her. Oh, hey. Daughter. Daughter. He called her who she is right there, relationally healed, welcomed into the family. Oh, by the way, now she's spiritually healed too because she can go back to church because she's clean. She's clean. She's clean not because she says she's clean. She's clean because the one who can do the cleaning did the cleaning and made her clean. And so now she is clean. And, you know, I was talking earlier about how conference had been um, postponed. But um, here's the thing. Conference wasn't supposed to happen in April. Conference wasn't supposed to happen in May. Conference was supposed to happen right now. Right now. See, there was this missing piece. I had, you know, when the hurt and the healer collide. And then there was just this unsettling where I'm like, what happens? You know, like, okay, you know, A plus B equals C. Okay, when the hurt and the healer collide, what happens? And I didn't know what happened. And in conference was coming up in, in April, and I didn't know what happened. What, what happens? And then conference was coming up in May, and I'm like, what happens? What happens when the hurt and the healer collide? What happens? And then the outpouring happened in August right here at Higher Vision Church. And I went up for prayer because since we're being real today, I was hurt. I was hurt in this church. I was. I was hurt. And I went up for prayer. Because I knew that I needed a collision. I did. Because I couldn't fix the hurt. I needed the one who can fix the hurt to fix the hurt. And so I went down and I, would, I didn't even do prayer. I was like, I'm not praying tonight. I'm not going to be on prayer team tonight because I need prayer tonight. And, and, I, and I wrestled that whole outpouring. Do I go for prayer? Do I not go for prayer? And then, you know, those thoughts come to your mind. Well, if other people see me going for prayer, they'll think something's wrong with her. And I'm like, but something is wrong. And so I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to do it. And I went down for prayer right over there. And the amazing woman of God, Miss Galen, was there. And she heard from the Lord, and she saw the Holy Spirit allowed her to see through all that junk. And she saw through that hurt. And the Lord used her to make a collision happen. And I was out, 
and I was crying and I tell you, I got back to my seat, no joke, sat down, boom, the answer came. The answer came and the answer is freedom. So when the hurt and the healer collide, what happens? Freedom. Freedom happens. Freedom happens. Because see, here's the thing. If you're walking around on crutches your whole life and you're walking around and you're, 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 you're stuck and, and there's not much you can do and this is only as fast as you can go, but when you're done, I'm free. 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 Yes. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus, Jesus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. See, our lady from the story, she is free too. Mark 5, 29, immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she had been freed from her suffering. Verse 34, he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Maybe today, this afternoon, you've got some hurt. You've got some physical hurt, emotional hurt, spiritual hurt, relational hurt. And it's time for a collision with the healer.